1: Welcome to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Skin care and plastic surgery are hot topics these days. Let Dr. Rubenstein answer your questions and explain what you'll want to look for in aesthetic products and cosmetic procedures. Get ready for a discussion about all things aesthetic. Now, live from Miami, Florida, American Board Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein.
2: Hi everybody. Welcome back to New Reflections. We're going to have a great show today. We've got a great lineup. Today's show is about makeup. Makeup's been around a really long time. 6,000 years ago, there were signs of people using makeup. In fact, uh, the the ancient Egyptians would do things uh, to to heighten their, their appearances by using copper and lead to color their skin. This has been used for centuries and thousands of years and nothing has changed we're looking for better ways to do it fresher newer products to use and today's show is going to tell you all about your options of course with makeup you've got choices and today we're going to talk about the three different types of makeup that you can choose from we're going to have uh, an expert in cosmetics come on the show, Cosmetic Makeup, and there's a representative from Jane Iredale. Her name is Tricia Campbell, and Tricia will be joining us shortly to talk about all the great new mineral makeup products that Jane Iredale, uh, who is the originator of mineral makeup, uh, has to offer today. And we'll talk a little bit about the history of mineral makeup and how it came about and why it's so great. And after that, we're going to be joined by an expert In semi-permanent makeup, Tanya York. Tanya is uh, coming to us from Naked Cosmetics. She's the founder of Naked Cosmetics and will talk to us about the semi-permanent makeup options. And if you don't know what that is, you're you're about to learn. We're going to talk about what semi-permanent means, how long it lasts, where it comes from, and how you can get it done, if that's what you'd like to try. And lastly, we're going to have an expert in permanent makeup. His name is Case Penning. Case is uh, a permanent makeup artist. And he's also an artist, artist, if you will. He has paintings and galleries. He's a very artistic man. And he has taken his art to people's faces by doing permanent makeup for them. And we'll talk to Case about how he got started with that and what his motivation is and what what the modern thoughts are on permanent makeup. Is it really permanent? And how is it done? And what can you expect getting it done? We've got a lot to talk about today. The history of makeup is interesting. Makeup, as I said, started with the uh, ancient Egyptians, and there has been a lot of evolution there. And over over the years, all sorts of things have been used. People have used burnt matches, which uh, will give you a little bit of dark coloring, perhaps for eyeliner. Uh, people have used berry extracts to stain lips and to uh, color eyes. And There's always been this idea that adding a little touch of color to your face can add some... Uh, appeal to how you look. And <clears throat> pardon me, There's there's been a, a few interesting things that i found in doing research for the show. There have been some particularly odd choices that people have made over the years. I just want to bring some of those out because it might be fun at parties to talk about or it might not be great conversation for parties because one of them, <laughs> apparently there was a time when young boys' urine was felt to possibly fade freckles. And so instead of breaking out your favorite fading agent, you know, I, I particularly like to use Obaji. I definitely recommend Obaji over young boys urine to fade your freckles. But that apparently is something that's been done in the past. Uh, another unusual thing were uh, people that would swallow ox blood thinking that it would somehow improve their complexions. Now that's that's more than a little bizarre. The things we're going to talk about today are a lot more mainstream. And they're a lot safer for you. In fact, they're arguably even healthy for your skin in some instances. So let's get right to it. Joining us on the show this morning is the first guest is Tom, uh, I'm sorry, Tricia Campbell. Trisha comes to us from Jane Iredell. Tricia, are you here with us today?
3: Good morning. Yes, sir, I am.
2: Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on.
3: Absolutely. I guess I should say afternoon. It's morning where I am. <laughs>
2: Well, oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's funny when you have this 12 o'clock Eastern time that all my West Coast guests are, are in the morning. But yeah, well, you know, people listen to this show all times of the day or night, whether they're listening to the live show or the rebroadcast. So welcome to the show. And I wanted to start off by talking about Jane Iredale as a company. As I understand, Jane Iredale was the first company, the, the true originator of mineral makeup.
3: Then actually, uh, when she started her company, she, we started our company within the, the aesthetic industry. She was the first person to bring minerals to the aesthetic arena in 1994. So minerals have been around forever. I mean, but she brought a full line of makeup to that particular, particular arena. Um, and, and our products are still only held by licensed professionals. I mean, you, you have to go to a medical facility, a doctor, uh, plastic surgeons, dermatologists, or high-end salons and spas, or somebody who has a, an aesthetic license or cosmetology license to get our products.
2: So is, this is not something that someone could go into uh, Bloomingdale's and go pick up?
3: Not on the cosmetic floor, no. Mm-mm. You would have to go, if, and I don't, I don't know if we're actually in Bloomingdale's, but if, <laughs> if Bloomingdale's has a spa, yes, you would have to go to the actual spa. Sure, and and,
2: you know, I gotta, I gotta say, I think that that's probably the safest way. A lot of women are very educated and very talented in doing their own makeup application, and they're knowledgeable about the different products. But probably, a cosmetologist or esthetician is going to be the best judge for someone's skin. And I think having it in plastic surgeons' offices and uh, and in dermatologist offices and the like is a good placement for it, particularly because we're in a unique position to monitor people's skin and, and tell them what's good for them you and I had a chance to talk a little bit yesterday before the show and when we were chatting we were talking about your very first product to come out using this mineral makeup base and and that is the amazing base tell me a little bit about the the amazing base
3: well when Jane started our company she was before she started our company she was a casting director and she witnessed all of these models and actors and actresses their skin she witnessed all of the uh, damage that was being done to their skin by traditional cosmetics. And so Jane's whole mission when she started our company was to create a healthy cosmetic. And so she started working with minerals because minerals have so many great properties to them. I mean, they're anti-inflammatory. They provide you a physical sunscreen, titanium and zinc do. And zinc also is uh, antimicrobial. So Jane just started working with a uh, chemist. And amazing base was the very first product she came out with. Um, it was a, it's the loose form of our minerals. It's going to give you the most coverage. So if you let's say you do have an aesthetic procedure like microderm or a chemical peel, uh, laser resurfacing, you can actually take our minerals because there's no toxic ingredient like or no, I should say, chemical sensitizer in there from like an FD&C dye or a, or a calc, and you can apply our products to the skin to get that nice even coverage and to also camouflage the redness, the erythema that you get from those types of procedures.
2: And now that's something that I, I really, that's where I, I became aware of Jane Iredale and where I admired the business model and the way that, that you guys distribute your products through only trained professionals. I became aware of Jane Iredale by uh, attending our meetings. You know, we would go to the plastic surgery national and international meetings and Jane Iredale always has a a good presence there. And uh, I've always talked to the representatives there and and learned a lot about the makeups. And and this is something that I would recommend to my patients maybe after a laser procedure or something where there's going to be a little redness of the skin. And uh, this is a great product if you choose the right shades to hide that kind of redness.
3: Correct. Absolutely. And, the, and we also have, and we have a full line of cosmetics, so it's not just one loose powder. We even have a press formula that will also cover redness, and it's really depending on your skin type. I mean, if you want that really nice, soft, satiny, dewy finish, go with Amazing Base. If you want more of that semi-matte, if you have acne, I recommend you go with the Press minerals. So we have all different kinds of options. Um You know, it's just, it's such an amazing line and it, it can do so much for your skin because Jane has worked so hard on researching in ingredients and making sure that there's no sensitizers and your skin can actually breathe and function normally when you have your cosmetics on And, and we, we've, and she also comes out with these great fun fashionable colors so it's, it's just, it's just an amazing line to work, to work with and for. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm sure Jay would be happy to hear you say that. Uh, you know, you were mentioning that there's nothing toxic in any of the of the products that you guys make and in looking at the history of makeup, I, I mentioned a couple of the odd and interesting things that I came across. Actually, it seems that there were certain products, not, not that long ago, but certainly throughout history, in certain cultures people would use things that include lead or arsenic, or mercury, and in some cases, even leeches and uh, bloodletting to improve someone's appearance. But you know, the, the bad things we're talking about here are just in uh, perhaps less medical-grade products that you're talking about. The advantage of using something like Jane Iredale's products is the absolute sensitive nature of the skin you've taken into account. So everything that you've got is as natural as can be and something that's going to be Uh, I would think, non-comedogenic, not causing any acne blemishes, and hypoallergenic, so that we're not going to have a lot of allergic reactions.
3: Absolutely. Jane actually does, we do um, other testings that are not required for us to do. Jane just does them voluntarily. I mean, we do um, a non-comedogenic test to make sure that there's nothing in there that's going to clog the pores. But we also do um, an an allergy risk test to make sure that, you're not going to be allergic to, you know, ingredients in our products. We um, we don't use any FDNC dyes because they're so sensitizing to the skin. And, you know, blushes have high concentrations of dyes in it. And where do most women have rosacea? No, and it uh, you know, FDNC dyes, they can, you know, they just, they're, they're not good because some of them are bonded with and from petroleum. Some of them have been bonded and have brought in from cold tar. Some of them are synthetic. So they're just they're really not good for the skin, and they don't allow the skin to breathe and function normally. Um, and that's, of
2: course, something that you guys concentrate on. Now, you mentioned blush, and mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at a product that, uh, you know, I received a, a whole host of products to kind of preview for the show, and I'm looking at a product called In Touch, which is a cream blush. And, you know, I, I guess these micronized minerals, they can be put in any different form, yeah, we were talking about a compressed powder, or perhaps uh, some of the, the loose powder that, that you were mentioning. But now I'm looking at a cream product. Tell me about Intouch. Uh,
3: well, the first thing is, if you open it up, it smells like chocolate. <laughs> it's quite yummy.
2: <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open. I have it right in front of me. I'm gonna open this up and I smell it while we're talking about it.
3: I mean, it, just just got- it really,
2: you know, if any, anyone listening that has never. Check this product out. I'm holding In Touch by Jane Iredale and let's see what what color is this? this is, uh, the one I've got is Connection,
3: Connection.
2: And it smells intensely like chocolate, but I'll bet it doesn't taste like chocolate.
3: No, not really. I mean you can't you can put it on your lips. Um, you're not gonna get the chocolate fave, um, taste to it, but it definitely and it does subside. I mean once you once you apply it to your cheeks or your lips, the the scent does subside. But it's just Jane loves too. I and mean, when you say well, that, I, actually, I'd
2: prefer it didn't. There's a lot of chocoholics out there who would love this
3: product. True. <laughs> uh that's funny you say chocoholics. We had a, a holiday lip product called Chocoholics uh, of two years ago, and so those did taste like chocolate.
2: Seriously? You're, the the product had a chocolate flavor to it. it did.
3: Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. They, but they were they were a limited edition, and we. Blew through those real quick. So yeah,
2: I'm sure you guys ought to think about doing something like that again. I, you know, the thing is, I could see a, a bunch of women walking around licking their lips constantly all day long. So oh,
3: absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was strawberry cream. I think there, there was no kidding. Was there. Real whole line yeah. of
2: flavors. That's pretty cool. That's so awesome. even in the uh, even in the cream base, you can mm-hmm. still get the the minerals and the benefits of, of your technology.
3: Yes, well, I mean, and you have to remember there are some some minerals like titanium and zinc that provide you your SPF. Well, then you have other minerals like boron nitride that Jamie uses a lot of because it gives your skin this beautiful soft focus finish. And then we also use mica because mica we have a range of colors with mica that give you our color. You know, we use that, and then we also use iron oxides to get our our colors also. So we use a variety of different minerals to to achieve either a loose form of a powder or an eyeshadow. So there's all there's all different ways and technologies out there now that you can use mineral cosmetics.
2: Well, we're going to be going to a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about it. One thing I want to get to before we go is a couple products. I've got something in front of me called Longest Lash, and we've talked about uh, on the show before. We've talked about um, Latisse and Marini Lash and, and the things that make them grow and this, this may be a great complimentary product and of course we'll talk a little bit about your new spring collection oh. when we come back but we're just going to go to a quick commercial break and we're talking with Trisha Campbell on New Reflections. We'll be right back after this short message.
1: Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
2: People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry.
4: My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
1: listening to new reflections with dr adam rubinstein if you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests please call 1-866-472-5792 again that's 1-866-472-5792 you can also send an email to info at dr-rubinstein.com that's info at dr-rubinstein.com now back to new reflections
2: well, welcome back to the show. We're speaking with Trisha Campbell from Jane Iredale, and we were just talking about the history of makeup, how it all, uh, the mineral makeup and Jane Iredale's company, and how it all got started, and uh, going from the amazing base to the amazing growth of Jane Iredale. And there's a wide line of products that you have to choose from. I'd like to talk about this one I've got in front of me now, Longest Lash. Now, Trisha, you know, we have products that are meant to make eyelashes grow longer and thicker. We've got... Latisse, we've got uh, Marini Lash. These things are actually medical products that you put on your eyelashes, and it will make them grow, and it makes them grow longer and thicker. And they really, they work very well. But I'm now holding in my hand your Longest Lash. Tell me about this product.
3: Well, when we actually developed Longest Lash, we developed it about three years ago. Jane was researching some sea algae extracts, and she was she found that. These algae extracts really help strengthen your lashes. So she developed Longest Lash Mascara, but we also added some cellulose fibers. And what this mascara does is it actually allows your lashes to grow to their fullest potential. Once your lashes get out of that growth stage, which lasts about 45 days, unless you are using Revitalash or uh, Latisse, because that's what those products do. They keep your lashes in the growth stage longer. Um, what happens is your lashes go to this resting stage or then they go to a falling out stage. Well, your lashes become very weak and brittle, just like your hair. You know, the ends of them start to break off or split. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. your lashes do the same thing. So when they get to that resting and falling out stage, they become weak and brittle and your lashes can't grow to their fullest potential.
2: And so yeah. longest lash keeps them lush and able to grow to their fullest potential and stay there.
3: Absolutely. It keeps them conditioned. It's, um, and it and they also, it also allows them... To you know, get to you know, to their fullest potential, and the, the longest lash is a great complement to those lash-growing products.
2: Yeah, sounds like it. Now, some of the some of the I, I can tell you, Jan Marini, who's been on the show, she produces Marini Lash, which is uh-huh. I, I think a great product to help the lashes grow, and they've got a companion mascara that probably is is similar in nature, uh, but does have some of the extract that helps the lashes grow. This is a, a really nice companion. I can tell you, this is a little bit thicker product, probably a little darker. It's going to make them look a little more lush. So, for an immediate improvement, this seems like a great product to use and would be great to use to help condition lashes for people that are using things like Latisse and Marini Lash and, and the other products.
3: Well, so it that's is that's a little pigmented. So, you are, I mean, one coat and you're going to get a nice amount of color on your lashes.
2: Yeah, it seems real thick. I'm just kind of touching it to my finger and taking a look at the color. It's an intense black. And do you make it in uh, other colors?
3: We do. We have it in uh, a dark brown. We also have a gray, like a slate gray, which is great for blue eyes uh, because it really helps lighten up the whites of your eyes. Uh, we also have a couple other colors called bright plum for green eyes. It's just a, you
2: know, as a man and someone that doesn't put this stuff on every day, it, it blows my mind the variety and the options that people have to choose from in these things. Now, speaking of options, yeah. you have a whole new set of products that have come out for your spring line. This is just being introduced. We're short on time. I want to make sure we get to this. Tell me about your spring collection.
3: Well, every season Dean comes up with a, a collection, and last fall we came up with a collection for eyes, um, and it was called My Steps. And it was for um, blue eyes, green eyes, and brown eyes. So Jane uh, finished off the face with the collection of Cheeks and Lips. And our Go Warm and our Go Cool, those are the My Steps. They have lip products, blush, and also a bronzer. But what's great about these products is if you want to use your bronzer on your eyes, you can. If you want to use your lips, um, gloss on your cheeks, you can. We also have a great plumper called Forever Pink, which is a lip stain which is great for the cheeks and lips. But what this lip stain does is it actually works with your body's own acidity level, and it will change colors. So one color that will be on me, it might be different on somebody else. So it's a beautiful, hydrating no, plumper. No kidding. So it's really customized
2: yeah. to the patient's physiology. Is, is that what I'm looking at? Is that this Just kissed uh, stain?
3: Uh-huh, the Forever Pink. It's wonderful. I love it. And you can, you know, you can, if you really want that really, because it's all about pinks for spring and cool colors. And you can put, you know, put it a couple dots on your cheeks, blend it out, and you'll have this beautiful soft pink pink cheek, or you can put it on your lips. I actually used it on somebody's eye the other day as a, as an eyeshadow primer and then we popped some pink uh, 24 karat gold dust on it.
2: <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> well, you know, the the shimmer is all the all the rage, right? You've got to have the shimmer going, especially yeah, with the spring and summer coming. You know, we're down here in Miami, it's sunny all the time, but as soon as you you hit the spring where everybody gets sun, you see that shimmer and the glow stuff coming
3: up. And then we also launched our mysticals. Uh, We launched about, I think we launched five of them for holiday last year. And so we launched two more colors. But what's great about these particular eyeliners, you could also use them as eyeshadow primers if you really want an intense eye, like a smoky eye. But you can take, um, on one end, you have the actual eyelining pigment. And then on the other end, you have a highlighter. So if you want to whiten up the lights of your eyes or if you just want to pop the inside corner.
2: So it's, it's really an all-purpose nice. tool for, for eye detail.
3: Absolutely. And it's nice and creamy, and it's you just unscrew the cap, and there's actually a sponge tip applicator on that wand that you can go directly to your eye and get a really nice, tight, fine line if you want one, or you can get a really nice, thick line if you like that more dramatic eye. So Very
2: versatile. You guys have a, a, an incredibly large and and comprehensive line of products. People have lots to choose from, and the best thing is you're going to get it from a professional who can give you the very best advice. If somebody wants to get some Jane Iredale makeup, Uh tell me where can they go to find the nearest location.
3: What I would recommend is go to our website, which is janeiredale.com. and in the top corner there's a place that says where to buy. You can click on that, and you can go to our iPartners, which are our internet partners, or you can go type in your zip code, and it'll give you the option of, you know, if you want somebody within 10 miles, or you put in your zip code, and then, or you can go to shopjaneiredale.com and and purchase right off of our website.
2: I really appreciate you coming on the show. I know Jane herself was not available as she's traveling and couldn't be on here. We're so happy to have you on the show. I'm glad you guys were able to, to join me today. I'd love to have you back on the show when we're talking about makeup in the future. I I really respect the Jane Iredale company. I think the products are fantastic, and I I give it uh, high recommendations to my patients all the time. Tricia, thanks for coming on the show this morning. We really appreciate your time.
3: My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Uh Uh-huh.
2: You too. You too. Well, that's that's the Jane Iredale line, and Jane Iredell is is an expert in mineral makeup and has a tremendous and comprehensive line for daily application makeup, but there are some people out there that don't want to have to put their face on, so to speak, every morning. And for those people, there are a couple of options. You have semi-permanent, which is going to last a long time, but will need to be reapplied, and you've got permanent makeup, which lasts basically forever to a certain extent, let's talk about semi-permanent makeup. Joining us on the show is Tanya York. Tanya, welcome to New Reflections.
5: Hi, thank you.
2: Thanks for coming on the show. So bright and bubbly in the morning, you're West Coast, right?
5: Yes, I'm in Los Angeles.
2: All right, well, and and there's no greater town to learn about and talk about makeup than L.A., with (laughs) all the the movie stars and the movie production. That's where you got your start, isn't it?
5: Yes, yes, actually. I um, started off as a makeup artist um, in, in the film industry, um, so I've been um, playing with makeup for a long, long time now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if you want to call it playing with makeup, my little six-year-old daughter plays with makeup, so I'm sure it's even longer than your, your experience in the film industry, but <laughs> your, your experience in making movies and doing makeup for people that are going to be on camera
5: yeah
2: how did that influence you to look into these longer lasting products
5: well um it, it's it's uh um uh, being on camera is one thing um and that's obviously a very small part of the population but how most of my research came came across was uh came about was literally for me personally because um i started off as a makeup artist but i was running a company um making movies and um I had an incredibly busy lifestyle as well as being a single mom. So, you have about 10 minutes in the morning <laughs> before getting the kid in the car to get to school to get yourself ready. So, um, wow. You know, so, you know,
2: they say, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So, here you are with 10 yeah. minutes to spare, and you, you probably didn't want to give half of it to put your makeup application.
5: Exactly, and we've all probably seen women in their cars putting on their makeup as soon as the you know the, t- the light turns red, and they're oh to get my god, that
2: drives on. me crazy because you know what? It's not only when the light turns red; that light turns green, and they're still <laughs> looking in their uh, in their like visor mirror, you know, getting that last little bit on.
6: Exactly. Really,
2: it's kind of a dangerous habit. So uh, uh, dangerous. I, I guess we could say that semi-permanent makeup might actually be safer. <laughs>
5: is not just in terms of that but in terms of what it does to the skin um so anyway it was um you know I started um looking into some solutions for um um, that would be able to save time and also be able to help the skin because um you know most makeups um um, do a lot of damage to the skin and you have to spend a lot of time applying them, reapplying them during the course of the day and then going through all the routine at the end of the night by thoroughly removing them so it's not clogging pores. My well, that's skin a was good point.
2: Also- that's a really good point. I think traditional products we were just talking with Jane Iredale, I don't know if you were yes. listening to the show before you came yes. on, you know, those products and products like them that are more medical grade, take that into account. But the vast majority of what you buy at a department store like Macy's or Bloomingdale's it really is probably not the the healthiest choice for your skin.
5: No, they they're, they're incredib- you know, they they're incredibly bad for you and especially if you have uh, sensitive skin like my skin. I was very hi- hyperallergenic So I would just be having constant problems. I, I went through a phase where um, after I had LASIK eye surgery many years ago, and I couldn't wear eye makeup anymore because my skin was just so so sensitive. I would break out in a rash with any any eye makeup, basically. So um, makeup was a challenge for me, not just because of the time and because of uh, you know what it what it did to your skin. Um, in terms of clogging the pores and um, dry, most makeups also have a tendency of drying the skin, and you end yeah, up having yeah, that's true. You can really skin. get some yeah. dryness
2: now. So here you are, you're trying to find a solution for yourself. How did right. you arrive at semi-permanent makeup?
5: So well, the the um, there's there's the uh, permanent makeup, which I understand you're going to talk about later on, and there's a few different versions in Europe that I found of semi permanent. I've done uh, extensive traveling all around the world because of my my work in the film industry, um, and um, on on one of my travels to Europe. Um, I uh and and Korea I discovered um, a process that I I was intrigued with and started looking into it. So we basically what I did was I basically developed a line. Um, it's very very precise. It uses an acupuncture it first of all the the we do three areas of the face, the brows, the eyeliner and the lips. The product is applied by one of our licensed technicians that are that are trained extensive training goes through um goes into each technician before they can apply so there's there's a whole process
2: that people have to go through to get this place but that process how long does this stuff last in general uh how, how long would it take before you had to have that process repeated
5: um, well, everybody is slightly different, but we say it lasts typically up to three years. Um, wow, depending that's, on a, that's a, a real-time
2: that. saver. You figure 10 minutes a day for three years, that's fantastic.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. And and statistically, I believe women spend at least 20 minutes per day uh, applying makeup and, and removing them. Um so that that's the average s- statistical figure that I've heard. So it's a huge amount of time. Now, some women you can with what we do because it's semi permanent, it starts to fade. So depending on the colors that you want, some women will come in more regularly for touch ups every six sure. months or every year. And yeah, three, even the
2: permanent stuff will fade. Well, yeah. I really want to get into more detail. I want to learn exactly what this stuff is made from and, and how the process goes. How does one have it applied? We've got to take a brief break, and I want to get into that as soon as we come back from commercial. We're going to take a break now, and when we come back, we'll return with Tanya York talking about semi-permanent makeup here on New Reflections.
1: Opinions, options, answers, Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: Do you know if kidney disease is affecting you? Are your kidneys healthy? You may have kidney disease and not even be aware of it. 26 million people have been affected by kidney disease. Teenagers today are being diagnosed with symptoms such as high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. These conditions can worsen kidney health and cause kidney disease. Be sure to tune in to improve your kidney health with your host, Dr. Rich Snyder, every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The information you get on this program could help save your life.
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections.
2: Welcome back from the break. We're talking with Tanya York about semi-permanent makeup, and she is the founder of Naked Cosmetics, and we're just getting to how it was founded. So here you are, 10 minutes a day, you just don't have the time, and you're traveling through Europe, and you mentioned Korea, and found a process that you thought would work well. Tell me about the process and the material you're using.
5: Sure. Sure. Well, um, the I'll start with the material. The material is a mineral-based pigment, and um, we have um, a big color selection so that we can customize the colors for each area depending on what the client wants. So, again, the three areas we do are the brows, the eyes, and the lips. So the, the brows depending on hair color, the lips depending on how intense the client wants it, um, and the eyes, um, usually most most people are, are uh, we just we use black for the eyeliner, very thin liner. But how how it's applied, it uses an acupuncture needle that's housed in a piece of machine, and it vibrates against the outer layers of the skin um, about a hundred times a second, and the pigment um, gets absorbed into the skin, so it's just in the very outer layers of the skin. That's why it lasts about three years or so. And so this is so what it sounds like,
2: and her. we're going to get to the permanent makeup techniques a little bit later, but it mm-hmm. sounds to me like this is a sort of a shallow version of permanent makeups. So instead of injecting the pigment, in your case you're using a mineral-based pigment, yes. into the skin deeper so it would last longer, you're doing it a lot more superficial, so you do get long-lasting results, but it's not going to be quite as long-lasting. As a professional uh, permanent makeup artist might, because they're going to be placing their pigment deeper in the skin.
5: Exactly, that's exactly it. So the 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 difference between um, 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 our procedure, which is called micro art, and permanent makeup. Is that um micro art with micro art there's no there 's no recovery time um, sometimes there may be a little bit of redness around the brows as if you just uh, got waxed maybe and that'll go away within an hour. The lips will get a little fuller and puffier, which will go down in about two hours or so and most clients like that fuller puffy look um, so there's no there's no downtime there 's no scarring there's no bruising there's no there's no uh uh, bleeding on the airplane, and this works for in any, any skin and
2: color. You can, there's no limitation in the type of person you can apply this to.
5: Right, all all skin types, um, all age ranges, and somebody can come in at lunchtime and get their brows done, and never have to mess around with putting shape in their brows again for the next you know few years and get. Now, do to you? Work.
2: When yeah. Yeah, a couple questions for you, when you're doing the color matching, it sounds like you could really you're blending the color right there. Customized for that person, so each each person you may have you know, literally thousands of different colors that you might arrive at through a variety of different clients or, or people that you 're doing the application for because everyone wants a little bit different color on their lips or around their their eyes
5: exactly, and because the colors. Uh, gets mixed in with the natural um, uh, skin colors, the pigment that's naturally in the skin. So even if you use the exact same color on three different people, it's not going to look the same, depending on how much of it is applied and what their, what their skin tones are. So... Um, it, it really is incredibly customized, uh, customized work. And on top and of that, and is this something?
2: Is this something you can do in layers? Because I would imagine, let's say someone chooses a particular color, yeah. and it, when it when it gets applied, you know, you do a little patch of it. It gets applied for, to their lips, for example. Maybe it comes out a little bit darker than they thought it was going to be, or a little bit lighter. How well, how do you reconcile that? What do you do yeah, for them?
5: Well, the 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 the, um, the uh, procedure is done in two parts. Um, with two weeks apart. So the first application is done which takes about an hour and even during that time we'll have the client sit up and take a look at it a few times during the procedure to say, you know, what do they think, do they like it, I mean, is it is it uh, bright enough, do you want us to keep on going? So our technicians always err on the side of caution, do it very lightly first so that we get the shape and the right design and the right look in, and then we continue applying pigment during the um, the procedure until the client is happy. Now right after the procedure, those the, about four or five days after the procedure, it fades back and uh continue fade- fading a little bit uh throughout the um about 10 days or so after the procedure so we Two weeks later, we have them come back and we reapply it again, uh, depending on, uh, on what they look, what they want. So they have a couple of weeks to kind of watch it and look at it and go, you know, okay. I'll go with my brows a little fuller. You were right because, because again, we're very conservative. The, the Sure, sure. Down well, down. listen, so you can always put
2: there there. more, but once it's there, you can't take it back. Now, exactly. you ever have anybody come back for a third session, just going really slowly?
5: Yeah yes, yes, um um the uh for instance, um we well, first of all, we specialize in a very, very natural look, so after we're finished, um it does not even look like you're wearing makeup. you can't tell that 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 there's that there's that there's any work has been done, but some women want a much more dramatic look like a very a much thicker eyeliner instead sure, of the, sure. the shadow. Um, so, uh, so that may take a third application to get a nice wing in there or a fuller upper eyeliner or something like that. And sure, then the lip I colors, see. you know, they may want to have a little bit more dramatic uh, look. So then that would be a third application, and it's their choice, and they can come back and change the color too if they uh, want to. Have you
2: had anyone that's had any type of allergic reaction or sensitivity to the the pigment?
5: No. No, not at all. Um, we can do um, a test if uh, the client wants, um, and, and the pigment is um, from uh, Europe, and um, it's been around for almost 20 years in Europe, so it's, it's proven. It's not, it's not a new thing to the market.
2: So while it may be new in this country and just growing in popularity, it's, this has been around a long time. It's not something that we're just learning about.
5: Exactly. But the way we apply it is, is quite unique because it's in the very outer layers of the skin.
2: Oh, really interesting. I think it's a, it's a nice option for folks that may want to have something where they don't have to put their makeup on every day, as we were talking about, but might not be ready for that plunge into an absolutely permanent choice. So I think you've got a good, a good niche there where a lot of people may be more attracted to that semi-permanent because as it fades over the time again people may want to change the color after a few years I and mean, you know and, and if you wanted to apply a different color over this is that something that's possible would you be able to obscure what's been yes. done by adding color on top
5: yes yes we do that all the time usually when, when clients will come in for for instance uh, lip touch-ups down the line Um, you know, they'll like want to change the color. I just did that recently on on myself. It was about two years ago that I had my lips touched up last and I was feeling a little bit more adventuresome, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for a brighter color on there, because I'm, you know, I know it fades, so in a year time it won't be as bright as it is right well, now.
2: Well, no, I, I, I get that you can change the color on the touch-ups, but I mean, let's say you had it done, and then uh, two months after you have the process done, you're going to a party, and you just feel like a different color. Can you apply oh. n- normal cosmetic makeup over it yes, and, and, not, uh, and and still have it work well?
5: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what we actually, um, uh, what we actually suggest? Um, you, the, your guest before had mentioned a plumper, a lip plumper with a mm-hmm. stain in there. Those work really well over our product because it changes the color uh, a little bit and adds that little bit more fullness and the, and the gloss
3: on there
2: right well this is this is I think going to be a, a great option for some of the the listeners out there that don't want to put their makeup on every day but may not be ready to go for a really permanent solution uh, you know i I think it's a really neat system you've got going I can't wait to see more of it as it grows in popularity. thanks a lot for coming on the show Tanya. I appreciate it if somebody wants to have this process done, how would they find this micro art process
5: well Right now, um, we're just in um, Southern California. Um, We're going to be expanding across the country later on this year. Um, We have clients that fly in from all over the place to get it done in L.A., in in our Beverly Hills locations in particular. Um, Our website is microartmakeup.com. Um, and um, you can find out more about it there. But we're, we're all right. So if you're in the, in the LA
2: area, you can head over yeah. to Beverly Hills or uh, uh, any of your locations in Southern California and have this done. And just keep your eye on the website. So that was uh, give me it again, microartmakeup.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. All right. So microartmakeup.com. You can learn all about the semi-permanent makeup process by Naked Cosmetics and. Uh, Tanya, thanks a lot for giving me your time this morning. I really appreciate it.
5: Thank you so much.
2: Thanks so much. That was Tanya York with Naked Cosmetics. Again, microartmakeup.com if you want to learn about her semi-permanent makeup process. That will give you two to three years of color. We're going to take a very brief commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Case Penning, who will take us to the ultimate in makeup application, which is permanent makeup. Right after we come back from this short commercial break on Reflection.
1: Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness
4: cosmetic surgery is a big deal if you need a coronary bypass procedure you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town you might get more than you bargained for this is your face and body we're talking about do your homework my doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons my doctor is a fully board certified plastic surgeon My doctor is an M.D. and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
1: People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein.
2: He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry.
4: My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call... 1-866-472-5792 Again, that's 1-866-472-5792 You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com That's info at dr-rubenstein.com Now, back to New Reflections.
2: Welcome back to New Reflections. We've heard from Trisha Campbell from Jane Iredale talking about cosmetic makeup and the sort of daily application products with a huge uh, collection of things to, free to choose from. Just spoke with Tanya York of uh, microartmakeup.com and Naked Cosmetics, expanding the offerings to semi permanent makeup. And now we're here with Case Penning. Case is a master uh, with. Permanent makeup. He's truly an artist. Case has paintings and galleries around the country. I've seen his work; it's positively amazing. And with his artistic ability, he is taking it to people's faces and helping them with permanent makeup. Case, welcome the New Reflections. Uh, thanks, doctor. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Oh, we're very glad to have you. So we just heard about semi-permanent makeup, and I know you were listening while you're you're waiting to come on the air. It, it seems like semi-permanent makeup is sort of the permanent makeup light, where they're not getting the pigment quite as deep as you might with your process.
6: Uh, no, now, you know, ba- basically, you know, the, um, the pigment, you know, comes basically in the second layer of the skin, the dermis, you know, that is where the pigment stays, but, you know, <clears throat> when they do the uh, semi-permanent, it is, it is just more superficial, you know, right. they just scratch the surface, basically.
2: So is, is, you know, yeah, that's why it's not lasting as long. But when you do permanent makeup, is it really permanent? Is it there forever?
6: Um, the main thing is you can't wash it off. That is a, that is a sure bet. Uh, permanent, it will be, you know, lighting up during the time. Sure. Well, everything. I mean, all you know, every year because play. your your skin exfoliates and very slowly the, the the little particles of the pigment will be released from the from the area that have been worked on, and you know throughout the time it gets lighter and lighter. You know, most likely, you know, when you do a browse, in general, people coming back in about two years to, you know, to give it a little bit of an, a, t- a touch up, but probably after you know, five, eight years, you still see the outline. Okay, so... You know, so but they are not with really, this... you know, looking good anymore, you know, unless you, you're having a touch-up after a couple of years. Okay,
2: so in order to keep the color rich and as intense as it was when you first had it applied, you're going to want to do sort of a, a light touch-up to add a little bit more color, but the results of what you're doing, the the outline, the lines that you're placing, they're going to be there... For from what you say around five years or maybe a little more.
6: Yeah, you will see and you know the darker the color, the longer it lasts.
2: mm-hmm Now you, you and I were talking during the break a little bit about selection of colors so, you know you have a unique perspective as an artist as someone who paints. Tell me let's teach us a little bit about choice of color when you're looking at someone and assessing what you would recommend for them. You know, once they put this color on, they've bought it for a number of years when you're talking about permanent makeup. So tell me how you're helping someone choose the right color and the right match of the right mix of colors for them.
6: Now, uh, for example, take eyebrows. You know, most people have some hair, you know, especially in the in the front where the eyebrows start because that is the strongest hair, you know, of the brow because most women, you know, they start losing it when they're getting older at, at the end. So I basically make my selection of the color according to the hair that they have in front. And don't forget, I don't fill an eyebrow in. I do it hair by hair.
2: Right. Yeah, that is. So I, know, I, I can vouch for that. It really sounds incredible, but it's true because I've seen your work, and I've actually seen you do it. And I have to I have to tell everyone that's listening, if you need if you're going to have the semi-permanent or the permanent makeup done, Make sure you go to someone who is properly trained. You know, Tanya York was talking about her technicians and how they train them and really teach them the best methods. And I can tell you that Case is an absolute master, a true artist in every sense of the word in doing this. You're, you're putting it into their skin as if you were drawing it with a fine pencil and doing them one hair at a time. That's a big difference. We've seen, I think permanent makeup has gotten a little bit of a bad reputation because... It you has. Know, you, you see a lot of people out there that that have you know kind of the mcdonald's arches as their eyebrows and it's been done so poorly that you can pick it out from across the the room that you know that person's had tattoos and boy, does that look awful but the truth is it's sort of like cosmetic surgery you can pick out the bad cases the bad jobs that have been done very easily but for every one of those there's probably a dozen people that were done well and tastefully and you really have no idea that There's any permanent makeup there?
6: Uh, You're you're, you're right because you know, um, you know, when people, women, would um, like to do permanent makeup, they they should be as choosy as going to a plastic surgeon. Absolutely, there's no. Listen, it's
2: a procedure. It's a procedure like anything else.
6: Yeah, and you know, fifty percent of the work that I'm doing is redoing work from other people. You know, and all over the country because I work in five different cities in the in the United States.
0: Yeah, and,
2: and you see it all kind. Of, I mean, we've all seen it. You know, you're at a party and you see someone who's had their eyebrows tattooed or maybe had some lip liner placed, and that lip liner is so obvious because the color that they've chosen is is so way off from their natural color of their lips. You can see, and they may be wearing a different shade. It doesn't match the lip liner that they chose, no, and they did. No, you know, no. it's. It, it really can be a very obvious thing, but when it's done tastefully, and when it's yeah. done artfully, it's just a subtle highlight of their natural look that really looks beautiful.
6: Yeah, with a, with a lip liner, for example, you have to stay within the color of the own lip, of their their own lip, and then make it one or two shades darker, because you cannot put you know an a, a lip that has a pinky's undertone. And you put an orange, you know, liner on it. I mean, it uh, it don't look too good. And when you do it in the same in the same color as the lip itself, but then one or two shades darker, you know, they just need a little bit of an of a gloss, and you're 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 fine.
2: You know, I think that's something that you bring oh, you to know, the table that a lot of other permanent makeup artists may not have as much uh, experience or skill with, which is color selection. You know, as an artist, you're used to dealing on
6: a canvas with color palettes. Yeah. and now, don't forget, I, I, I have been, you know, I have been working as a photo retoucher for 25 years, you know, with all the major cosmetic companies. So those... Models that you see on the counter cards, you know, by all, the, <clears throat> all the, the, the stores, they don't look like that. They are completely retooled, you know, by, at that time, I did it by hand, you know, for 25 years when I lived in New York, but they put me, the, the computer put me out of business, and that is how <laughs> I came into the permanent makeup. Yeah, there's a lot
2: of, so that's how you came into Permanent Makeup, and here you were as, as a skilled professional artist, and you were, actually, you were working on people's faces, just on photographs of them. And so how yeah. did you transition, well, how did you transition from that to doing makeup?
6: Now, it was for me nothing, because, you know, instead of doing it, you know, on, um, you know, on the photographs, I do it now on the face.
2: <laughs> but, you know, the, the skill of doing the tattoo and putting the makeup
6: on, that came easily for you? Uh, it was nothing uh, different to me. I mean, it was, you know, <clears throat> when I had to take the course, I remember that, that was in California. The lady said, you must have done that before. I said, no, of course, <laughs> you know, I, I was doing that for 25 years, you know, <laughs> on photographs. So I know, you know, how to do it.
2: And well and how long have you
6: how long have you been doing permanent makeup on people's faces now? I'm doing that now
2: for twelve years. So in all all said, it's over thirty years of experience in touching and retouching people's looks and more than a decade now in using permanent makeup as your medium. Yeah. Really spectacular. And so, what is your advice when someone comes to see you and they're thinking about permanent makeup? Obviously, it's a significant choice. Tell me, what is the conversation that you go through before you decide that you're going to go ahead and and apply the makeup for them?
6: Now, when the, um, when I say, where, where, for example, when they come for eyebrows, an eyebrows, you know, is the most important feature of the face. It can make or break a face, and. There is a very um, interesting thing. Ninety percent of the people, of women, for example, where I mostly work with, have a lower eyebrow. And they, they don't know that. But, you know, it is the fact that the side that they sleep on, that is also, that the eyebrow is lower than the other one. Well, you
2: know, that's a good point. There's a lot of asymmetry in the face too, and I guess that one of the advantages of doing, you know, professionally applied permanent makeup, is that you can help them with their asymmetry as well.
6: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, for example, when they would have a low eyebrow. First of all, when I do eyebrows, I always create, you know, an higher art. I design an an higher eyebrow, a better eyebrow for them. You know, most of the permanent makeup artist that I have to redo, they just follow the, the hair that they have. That is not the, the way to do it because, you know, when when women get 50, 60 years old, I mean, th- those eyebrows come down a little bit, so you have to give them a little bit of a lift. So sure. And I, so, I, so, I, so, hey, wait
2: a second. You're replacing me with your permanent makeup? I'm not going to have to do brow
6: lifts anymore? Hold on a second. That's so, <laughs> not Sorry, sure though, that... but, you know, <laughs> but the, 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 the thing is, you know, even that you can do, per example, a brow list for them, they still, their, their brows are not still really great. They are. Well, yeah, it's true. I, mean, I can't replace their hair, and that, that's
2: where you come in. Case, we're running wrap, out of time on the show, and I'm going to have to wrap the show up, but you're a, a tremendous professional in this. And tell me, what are the cities that you work in?
6: I work, and here Miami is my base. Then I work in uh, in Dallas, where I'm every six week. I work in Houston. I work in New York and in Columbus, uh, Ohio.
2: Okay, so New York, Columbus, Ohio, Dallas and Houston, and of course in Miami regularly. If yeah. you're listening to the show and you're interested in permanent makeup, I cannot give Case any higher recommendation. He is a spectacular artist. Case, what's your website?
6: My website is uh, Case. What is spelled basically C-E-E-S, and then
2: permanentmakeup.com. Okay, so C-E-E-S, permanentmakeup.com. Case Penning, a brilliant artist, very talented permanent makeup artist. I highly recommend him. That's our show for today. We're out of time. Uh, You've been listening to us talking about makeup with Jane Iredell, having our guest uh, Tricia Campbell. We've had Tanya York talking about her semi-permanent makeup from Naked Cosmetics. And, of course, Case Penning, who is a brilliant permanent makeup artist treating people all around the country. I invite you to look into all of their services if you're interested in taking advantage of them. This is New Reflections. We'll be back next week. With a new show, we're going to be talking about acne. Join us next week as we talk about acne, all the latest and greatest offerings to help you clear that skin here on New Reflections.
1: We hope you stayed informed and entertained today on New Reflections. Please join your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, again next Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You can also email the doctor at info at dr-rubenstein.com or visit his website at www.dr-rubenstein.com. And don't forget to join us next Saturday for new reflections on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a beautiful weekend.